1: Dark it was entrance. a very
2: dramatic Goodness. dark entrance.
1: Because so it beginning. should be dark, right? That's right. It's
0: a, a dark day there
2: in the mm-hmm. it's a dark day for a dark, dark wedding.
1: wedding.
2: Tom, comment on how you based Strahd off of Billy Joel.
0: Well, I was uh, listening to Captain Jack. I love Captain Jack. It's a good, good song. And uh, he has this thing in the song, he's controlled by, he's an alcoholic that's controlled by Jack Daniels. Oh. That's what it's actually about. (laughs) Right. Strahd is also controlled in fighting his uh, demons. Oh, yeah. So I just thought, what if instead of the piano, Strahd played the organ? Um, then, yeah so it's great that you picked up on that do you just pick up on that now
1: no i knew it from day one yeah how's everyone doing most of the bros of alicia happy summer
2: happy fourth of july americanos all yeah, you happy americanos USA. happy usa happy usa happy independence day mm-hmm. you're so you've been an independent nation for so long now
0: Yes, thanks to Christopher Columbus. Oh,
2: Christopher, where would we be without him? Who knows? Who knows? But you know what we can do? We what can do we role do? play a world without Christopher Columbus. Roll for mm-hmm. it, guys. Roll initiative. Roll one of you is the Spanish kingdom. Christi- the okay. other you is the spice trade. Roll. What'd you get? A one. Oh, natural fill Michael. For
1: Zogby is here.
2: Michael Zogby. It's been a while, Michael Zogby. Thank
1: while.
0: you. Get yourself a drink. Yeah. Get, make yourself comfortable. Welcome to a Dwarven Moss. There's some Michelob podcast. Ultras in
2: the fridge. Help yourself. Grab a Michelob. Grab
1: a Michelob. That this Independence a... Day. Grab a Michelob. Uh-huh. Because Michelob's are light and refreshing. Crisp. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They got a crispness. Too. Yeah, Are it's a p- good American beer, I think. Are they
2: a pilsner? The the Michelob Ultra. I
1: like Exceptional a Exceptional light beer. I, don't really I know. feel like a. a is it a actually pilsner? American? Oh, that's what I would guess. Can yeah. we get a
0: sponsor, Jay? Why don't you show the Michelob on camera, <laughs> and we'll see what can happen for us. Yeah. Okay. We'll really show a good. Yeah. Guys. Product placement. This podcast is brought to you by Michelob Ultra.
2: Michelob Ultra, when you need a nice, cold, crisp drink. To have it your side when you're battling dragons inside of dungeons, reach for a Michelob Ultra. <laughs> it's a crit.
1: It's totally the uh, company's view of it. Where Yeah, you're, they're probably just battling dragons inside yeah. of dungeons.
2: When you have right. a sword and battling a monster, you need something that'll quench your thirst. When the entire kingdom's breathing down your neck, what do you do to freshen up?
0: I crack open a can of Michelob Ultra. Hey, remember Power up.
2: They, they, they fill the cup. They always filled the glass. Yeah. The beer commercial.
0: <laughs> yeah. The commercial is filmed in the River Shining Tavern, of course, in Daggerford.
2: That's right. And it's Elliot Aldrich. Yes. Who's your? who's pouring it on the
1: tap and then slides it down.
0: But this is a Super Bowl commercial. So who is Elliot played by? <laughs> I mean, this is a big buck production. Oh, oh man.
1: Once AI technology gets, like, really good, we can just make a whole bunch of Dwarven Moss video-themed um, commercial ideas and just say, mm-hmm. generate the beer commercial. Yeah, here's the vocals. Hosted by Wendell Boren. Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just do it. Just do it. That'd the Super Bowl hosted by Boren?
1: <laughs> Starring. The Quarterback.
2: Hello ladies and gentlemen, here we are on the 50-yard line. My name is Admiral Paladin Barthard is said brought <laughs> well, to
1: you tonight. by real hot day out we're here. We're going right back up to the booth with Wendell. Wendell buddy, how are you? I'm pretty good. I'm looking down at a very, very charged up crowd. Man. Absolutely. They're looking at this uh, this game, That's which is a- actually a fight between us and Strahd. All right. Now, well, we've come
2: in about the halfway point. We've uh, we've had a halftime. You know, yep. both sides have been showing real strengths, but also real weaknesses. All right. Now, we've seen that come from the coaching, you know, and uh, I'm interested to see what we've got in the second half.
1: Wendell's stepping up now. Rolling initiative. Here we go. Oh, and it looks good. It looks good. All right. We'll go back
2: for the break, with Bigelow Ultra. Uh,
1: halftime show? Halftime show. We would have. It's Wendell. Um, no, it's uh. The the uh,
2: the feather. Would it, the would it be secret retarded? feather? No, the keepers of the feather. The oh, keepers the keepers of the, of the feather.
1: feather. Yeah, of
0: course.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, please now stand for yes, the keepers of the feather. Feather, feather, feather. New, 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 new. Yeah, man. Anyway, we're just riffing, guys. Um, we're just riffing, riffing. We're riffing. We're um, roofing.
0: I was, it's a hot day to be roofing. <laughs> that's to be true. Roofing? Yeah, stay out the I roof. I bet you uh, not too many people are roofing in Canada right now. We're in the midst of a heat wave. Heat wave, yeah. Yeah, a heat wave. Now, I was looking at the temperature today. It said the temperature is 31 degrees Celsius. Of course, you Americans may not know what that is. But I'll tell you what. I don't think it's that hot. Doesn't that happen a lot? Why is there a heat
2: wave warning? Dude. People are dying in, like, Texas. Oh. People are just going outside, and, and it looks like when they open the Ark of the Covenant, people just...
0: Oh, my goodness. That's happening? Yeah. I didn't know that was happening. No
2: I mean hyperbole so at that. all. but Literally, like people are dying in, because... Uh, twilight,
0: as soon as they step outside. Oh,
2: no, that's a sparkle, though. That's a beautiful sparkle.
0: Right, followed by incineration. Is it? in twilight yeah doesn't that kill him the no light? way man
2: they can go out in the day guys i know you day. guys are
0: huge dwarven moss and twilight fans there's a lot of overlap <laughs> yeah, i was gonna tell say, me what happens that's when edward goes circle. out into the light i think <laughs> this he is dies what I, I
1: really want the podcast to turn into which is just nerd talk yeah just settle little quabbles with the chat going to the chat <laughs> for the answer. what do you guys think
0: yeah <laughs> a lot of that um wow. so oh, we cooled off in winnipeg good to hear we got a Canadian Happy Canada Day. That happens on July 1st. Oh, yeah? Now, do you think we copied America with that whole thing? They're very close. No, they copied us. Because they had to
2: get everything together in three days and go like, Okay, we did it.
0: So, so But we copied the British.
2: Well, the British are us. <laughs> right.
0: And I guess you could say the British are Americans? or No, because it, go, it goes back even further to the Native Americans. Well, you they're know, guys, America. I don't know a lot about America. Um... I know it's a great place to visit.
1: Yes, it's a great place to visit. But we're very happy Canadians to be living here, having Way, yes America, be, having front row seats to the to the headlining show to the HBO show to that the big is brother, America. That's for sure.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And they're our number one ally. We have the longest unprotected border. We're bros. We is we united we stand.
1: I mean, I guess.
0: I guess, whatever.
1: Of course, Barovia <laughs> is a different uh, land altogether.
2: Barovian gladiators. Barovian gladiators. That'd be great. Yeah,
0: they don't have much of a border.
2: there.
1: versus.
2: That's <laughs> kind of what we did. It's true. We, we were
1: the Barovian gladiators. We were the gladiators. Yeah, and that's kind wow. of like the way we were treated too. Remember when Wendell's freaking out? It's like, what am I doing here? It's like he was in the game, and then, and then, uh, <laughs> so, like an NPC would be like, "Oh yeah, we've seen some other uh, people come through, some other gladiators come through. Maybe you'll be the ones that'll finally win." Right? And we're like, "Win what?" The Barovian Gladiator. <laughs> America is on fire, law and protest wise. Yeah. Oh, American! has always well, been on fire. Same with Canada, ago, too. too. Plus, literally on fire. Yeah.
0: Right. Duh. We're Plus. actually on fire. Quebec's on Whoa. fire. I heard there were fires in B.C. Um, Valaki's on fire right now in Saskatchewan. Valaki
1: definitely took a tumble into oh, ashes. Yes. Ah. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, you it's know still what? Still smoldering. Did you, this is a real nerdy reference. I like talking about this. You guys ever watch that Castlevania series on Netflix?
0: You recommended it. i watched I tried. the first episode.
2: So this huge thing happens in the first episode where Dracula comes back. And he's like, you killed my wife. Fuck you. And he just unleashes all these demons and they burst out of the windows and they tear. Because it's animation, right? They just tear through people like fucking paper dolls. And it's awesome. And I use that for my Valaki scene in my game because that's all I could think of after we played it and it was on Mm. fire and all these demons and stuff. Then it was cool too to go back revisit a place after it's been burned down. That's a cool just thing like storytelling wise, narratively, you know. There's nothing saying you can't go back to a place that you've already visited. Right. And see what the outcome is. I
1: remember I had a very early experience with that with playing my first RPG as a video game uh, was Final Fantasy VII. And forever to this day, I'm, I'm definitely in that camp of people who got broken into RPGs by playing Final Fantasy VII. A lot of people did the Final Fantasy VI, which I agree rivals and probably is a better game. But I my nostalgic prize yeah. is VII. And you play through this long story, and it was my first concept of playing through a long RPG, and then going back to like Midgar, the main town, after you, do, you go the whole world. And it was like months later, in, in real time, mm. that I went back to this place and I'd started this journey. And I, was, and I couldn't believe the concept of going back there and having the pangs of like the memory of my game and my mark on this game and my experience. And It's what you're talking about. It's like that feeling of going back. There's some sort of emotional catharsis that you can have by revisiting these times that you were so immersed.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Going back to Valaki was one. Mm -hmm. And it was fun to... uh... I I don't think I even did much to that journey. What happened to Valaki
0: in your campaign, Chris?
2: Same thing. Okay. I just poured it with monsters. Actually, they ran down an alleyway and they, because they, they actually went to Lady Walker's house. And, oh, that's right. And they met, <clears throat> they met her sons because her sons were these skeezy like rats who hung out in the bar and started to hit on Aurora's character. Like hey, 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 you want to come over? But they were really like they were mama's boys, so they didn't know how to act around like a pretty girl. Mm -hmm. Uh, So she was like, "Guys, should we go check this out? Let's talk to this." And and Lady Walker was like, "Yes, will you help me?" Yeah, it's intriguing. So as they were running away, and it was funny because I poured monsters at them. There must have been twenty-five monsters on the field, and they were like, "Okay, I want to shoot at the goblin over there." And I was like. Okay,
0: uh,
2: let's do it. So we had to start a mission. And then they slowly realized, I don't think we can get these guys. We should start running away. We go down the alley. We start running down the alley. So I was like, okay, okay. okay." then they run into Lady Walker, and she gets ripped apart like, wow. uh, like that Castlevania thing.
0: I feel like that's a valuable lesson in D&D. You can always run. You can always try. Totally. You know, you're never stuck in a battle per se. No. Unless you know the door locks behind you. I mean, the DM's got to set up something <sighs> sneaky like that. Sure. But yeah, th- there are ways.
2: There are totally ways. No ways. And so I guess we what? We started this episode just straight into the fight. Yeah. There was a Harukan blast, and then there was a battle.
1: We were charged up too. Like we. There's a lot of energy going in. And then it's that classic thing when we were fighting where our characters turn into the idling, yeah. real JRPG styles, because yeah. you're having a whole dialogue oh, in between these moves. And yeah, be, Once again, it would be very fun to watch the uh, animation of this fight in real time. It'll happen. It'll, It'll, happen. Happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. It'll
2: happen. It was the first time I got to see Lil Crow
1: <laughs>
2: in action. I, je- I, je- I used. <coughs> Sorry, everyone, but I used AI. A. Oh my god, AI to create Lil Crow, mm-hmm. and I just used a description of a little Persian boy wrapped in colorful clothing. And had olive skin, or darker skin, and this and that. And it popped, popped a few out. I was like, okay, yeah, these are weird. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, that one. Yeah. Do a little perfectly. upscale, bam. There you go.
1: Really did. Loved the video. I mean, mid-journey, mm-hmm. guys. We can go and just kind of see. It. Little crow here.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. And I mean, even well, first, there,
1: we were fighting these. <clears> these just the board. The so wings. that was the
2: board. Jay had drawn. Now, I think the other thing, too, what had happened even before, I mean, I'm just thinking real time here. I had gone on a vacation to Morocco. This was literally months before COVID took over the world by storm and became the star that it was. So we had gotten a somewhat idea of where we were playing. But then we came, I came back, remember? And Jay was like, okay, here we go. Because Tom drew a little, like, you know, on a diner napkin, what you would draw.
1: Okay, it looks like this.
2: Oh, yeah, sure, that's what sure. we,
1: these are the sort of things that we cut out, by the way, of the podcast that you don't hear. And I know maybe some of you might say, like, oh, we want to hear that stuff. It's like, no, you don't. Come on. <laughs> right, it's long enough as it is. It's, yeah. Um, no, seriously. <laughs> but, you know, we get to this part and we're like, okay, so now you get to this new area and then for our immersion's sake tom would just go let me just quickly and he'll lean over and he'll just draw the general parameters of, of the His not and detail knows. but just for you know because we're still very theater of the mind as we were playing that's
0: this. right you just have to have the walls up so you yeah, know there's, there's no debating whether
1: you don't want your mind totally. boggled with like orientation
2: no and also like again because we had skipped the whole castle not skipped it, but because we went down into the thing, Tom is also using his own little idea of what would this chapel underground look like. And let me just blow some tombs there, some pews. Great, because that's not from the book. It's great that it's been interpreted both through Tom's mind. But then when you went, okay, let me rebuff this and blah blah. blah but there, mm-hmm. and I love that. I always picture that too. I tried to make that, and they're like, "There's this. What was it? Dungeon alchemist." There's that program yes. that I was showing you. Yeah, and I tried to make this. It was working out pretty well, actually. I should go back and remake. You're
0: okay, it. huh? Yeah, I feel like that came out just before this huge like AI boom. Totally. So now I'm like, ah, I, now I'm not having used it as much.
2: <laughs> I know. I should install it again. It was a really cool thing. I made a lot of Chult maps on that
1: one, actually. Yeah, I made did this the, really long the river. The Gladiator. Uh, games. Oh yeah, Chult, games Chult, assault, that's right. yeah, Chult mm-hmm. assault. That's right. Chult um, Assault. That's right. Question for Tom from Alicia. Uh, what would happen if there was an Irina Kolyana PC? To me, I think it would be an interesting time to get her a good story idea. I'm not exactly sure what. Oh, I mean.
0: That. A PC, like a person yeah, playing her. almost like if you're doing Fandelver, there's some pre maids. Mm-hmm. So if someone elected to take the Irina pre made, I mean, I think that'd be awesome. I think that'd be really, really great. Um, yeah interesting because they would hmm
1: remember bb Mosif? i do remember bb Mosif.
0: r-i-p-p P. to bb B. um yeah Irina. so i guess yeah i guess she wouldn't need to know too much you wouldn't have to divulge too much except for you would just tell the character that straw's got his eye on her and what he knows
1: yeah be something new, yeah.
0: Be a whole other
1: um, way of running the game. What class do you think
0: she'd be? I, th- I think she's a. I think she's a fighter.
1: Be interesting to almost like the way a board game gives you certain things, like to run a Curse of Strahd game where someone's playing Irina, someone's playing, um, maybe the dungeon Master's playing Strahd, I guess, and everyone else. But somebody, everyone is playing like an NPC from the game and they keep getting fed from the DM, little story beats that's just sort of like something to play. <clears throat> That'd be great.
2: That's an interesting concept. Like yeah. someone's Van Richten, someone's Irene. Yeah. Someone's Van Richten, Someone's uh, Esmeralda. Yeah. Someone's, who's the Keeper of the Feather main guy who ran the- Oh, Irwin? Someone's Erwin. Yeah, yeah, Zia yeah. Because he has stakes in the game.
1: Mm-hmm. It's time. like just moving the needle a little bit of where the balance is between when players role play their own ideas and the module. Right, which is a balance we all understand right now. But what if the module just on your house rules or whatever wow, started to just upgrade itself to give a script more That's and then meta. still play quite a bit with your role-playing everything. but
2: That's really cool. I like this idea.
1: Yeah, it's kind of neat. Especially with the game like Curse of Strahd. You can just reinterpret so much of Strahd, too. Yeah, there's a oh, lot yeah. of stuff
2: they say in uh, Tomb of Annihilation where they're like, yeah, you can... Cause there's a, a thing where you got to go to the jungle and you need to find a guide to show you through the jungle, right? Okay. Like even Indiana Jones had those guys who were like, come on, Dr. Jones, this way. And you got to find someone to help you through the jungles because you traverse right, so the jungle, jungle better. Jungle That's right, exactly. Uh, and there, a lot of the time people are like, if you have a beginner player, give them one of the pre-made guides because it's easy. They already have a relationship to the place, blah, 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 yeah. blah so but this is an interesting thing imagine just an alternate version where the npcs revolt against strad and they're like "Fuck it <laughs> and it's van richten you get a party to play a bunch of people to play van richten esmeralda irwin irena Irina, Wimple. yeah
1: well it's almost Perry just Wimple. like they have these different their pcs that have kind of like passive powers that are like narrative powers it's like okay you're erwin from the keepers of the feather you actually control whenever you want you can send orders to a whole army of totally you could reveal this information even the werewolf guys yeah the other people you can transform into a raven and now you give them all, all those npcs basic like um power over the narrative and but they can play that out when and however they want yes and
0: esmeralda you can leave the mist You can leave. Whoa. Where does that go? I mean,
2: That's crazy.
0: That's exciting.
2: Yeah. And Van Richten, you can go and visit Morton Caden.
0: Right. Hey, Van Richten can leave too.
2: Yeah.
1: He's got that. He can shape shift. We can still do it. Just the three of us. And we can just be in control of different characters.
2: That's so cool, man.
1: That could be the other type of what's it called? What's that one shot we were doing? The group of seven. Mm. Rotating DM, mm. rotating characters. When you know a land like story. that so well. Oh yeah,
0: Rahadin. Whew.
2: Rahadin. And who they sway. That's a real okay, so this is a very I just had this weird, like, maybe this is more of a stoner thought, but like just the idea, the concept of an NPC. They are around and their per, only purpose is activated when we engage with them. But in the land of Barovia, Right now, in all of our lands of Barovia, in all of our collected lands of Barovia, these NPCs sit idle, just waiting for PCs to come and activate them so they can be in the world. But isn't it just a sad thought to think of Van Richten just in his tower, just waiting, Esmeralda just by her wagon. And you bring and in the player. Madam Eva just shuffling her cards. And the well, amber temple is still that's one in.
1: view of it or maybe they're out there really moving and shaking
2: maybe but that's in your head that's true it's that's in, in your barovia head. it's in right. the eye
1: of the beholder in the yeah. baro the beholder the beholder yeah. in the eyes, well, the eyes of the beholder
2: that's right
1: that's right we're gonna go now to our sponsor um Nickelodeon ultra Michelob ultra
2: Michelob Ultra, bringing you the nicest, crispest, wettest Ultra in your mouth that you've ever sucked down your
1: tube. We know what you like to drink, and we know you want it to be wet, because wet drinks quench the thirst. On a
2: hot summer day when you don't want to die just like those guys who open up the Ark of the Covenant, you want a Michelob Ultra. Don't <laughs> die. Don't be dry. Don't die. Losers die. Don't a a be wet a wet Michelob Ultra. Get your wet mouth on a wet
0: Ultra right now. Cool down that blaze with a Michelob Ultra. Wet Wednesdays at Michelob Ultra. Soaking Sundays.
1: <laughs> um, We're going to go now yep. to the uh, chat.
0: Let's see what <laughs> people are talking about. Let's
1: see what some random people are talking about here. The Dusk Elf dude. Oh, I'm, I'm just... I'm reading in the middle of a conversation. They're just having uh, their oh, own Oh, they're having shouts. The shows, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. So we should include them. It Michael
0: feels... Zogby, Tom, would you consider doing a DM's guide to running COS in the form of a one-hour and I've learned a ton from you already. Thanks for everything. Oh, well, thanks. What a that's nice That's a compliment. Compliment. fantastic day. Hey. Yeah. What was the first part of it? Yeah, check this out. Would you consider doing a DM's guide to running COS? In the form of a one-hour Q and A, a one-hour Q and A.
2: You know what I say, that's, that's too a short.
0: Great idea. Maybe you gotta give yourself you a couple of hours. That. Now the question is, do we do uh, so Q and A? Q&A, do we release it as a podcast or?
1: Yeah, I think it could be just a Tom special. You should just do it on your own. Don't even have totally. Us there. Come, yeah, yeah. Come no us. way, man. Just do it on your own time. Yeah. Anyone, anyone who's interested. You know what I mean. Just,
0: that's a great idea. What if we did it as a as a patron only special?
2: Ooh. Even better. Even better.
0: <laughs> Very special.
2: Even better. That's what makes it special.
0: Wow. Interesting. Okay, okay. What else do we have here? What else
2: do we have here?
1: We have um Oh, Lil Crow on the screen. Which I wanted to just there bring he up is. how cool I thought it was that it was your flavor in the moment because you were controlling. Little Crow. Yes, I remember that. And I was controlling Esmeralda. Tom gave us these NPCs to, to at least, um, you know, choose what they were doing in, in battle. Because it would be fun. And also, less for him. Less for him. Absolutely. And obviously they're doing our bidding anyway at that point. So. 100%. But uh, when Lil Crow, Little Crow... I keep calling him Lil Crow. Lil Crow. When Lil Crow died... Lil Crow. You said... Something happened to him. How did he die again? Like he was some so sort what of happened psychic was, damage, or
2: yeah, because uh, it was Rahadin's No, it was my thunder step No, it was no. Rawhadin's scream oh. that he gave out. He failed that, and he was so low already that because that's like a psychic damage because it's such like a right. weird guttural thing. Mm-hmm. Is that it's like everything inside his body exploded, but his skin didn't, so it just okay. went.
0: Yeah, like, oh. like the
1: Titanic submarine and floating. It was such a... Oh, yeah, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was a... It's it's like a new, goal, like unique, fresh take on gore that was just very <laughs> fun. Quality. You really ooh, like that one, ooh, that right? Was creative. It was you so gross. What?
0: There was so much to play with. There was a big offer in the book. So that sound, that screaming, the pangs, are supposed to be of, like, the, the death thralls of All every single victims. person that Rod and yeah. is has killed, which yeah. is apparently like a thousand people. Well, so what's like it called again? It's combined a combined scream. That
2: move is something scream. Deathly scream. Deathly
0: choir. Deathly choir.
2: Deathly choir. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh what kept me on my toes there is that we had gone for so long describing our kills, so it was just another. Okay, well, what's a new? Because you don't want to get to a point in gameplay where the... You have to innovate. Yeah, you got (laughs) to innovate. Because there is a point where the DM goes, "Uh, okay, describe it. And you go, uh, Arrow goes, who's up? Yeah, I know. There there were a few
1: times where I was like, oh, geez, yeah, so it just fucking... He drives his fist up... Through his neck, and his fist goes through his neck, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's a new one." <laughs> <laughs> Thought about you when I'm doing it, Mark.
0: <laughs> so you try to you gotta yeah. think of
2: new gore. Yeah. Think of new gore.
0: It's the reward for the kill. I also hate
2: horror. That's one of the things that it's always been horror movies and gore to me. Like, Ugh I have to be very
1: like, they there so are yucky few... to me. There are a few times where it's done tastefully or, or with effect that feels stylized enough yes. that gives you some gut punch. Yes,
2: but as a kid, I was never really like Nightmare Before Christmas, Friday the Thirteenth. Those things were like Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh-huh. Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas is fuck. But
1: they do give the, the, that cre- that creepy feeling, like even the Nightmare on Elm Street thing, and and you see those like some of those '80s horror movies. It kind of just give you like a queasy like. Something's wrong with this. It. Yeah, it's also, bad. It's bad movie making in a way. Like the first Halloween, they hit yeah that creepiness, and when you watch it with friends right, and t- teenagers together, it like that it sort works. Of
2: yeah, memory. and it's also so it's a minimal mode you know? for it. We showed Sebastian uh, Friday the Thirteenth one time. Oh really? Uh, really? A couple months ago, actually, okay. it was very because fun because we were. How old was he at the time? Like 12. 11, 12? Kind of so, and one? we were doing, yeah, very first one. We were doing nothing but making fun of it the whole way through, we just enjoying it, all the right. bad and stuff. But there were moments where it was like, oh that's weird. Like her friend, just her dead friend showing up in class, just with a shower curtain over her head, just pointing at her. Real quick, nothing. That's nothing. That's real simple. Yeah. But it worked.
0: I feel like I remember being pretty scared by that. Right?
2: You don't have to go huge. I think that's what the thing with the gore thing is—that it gets too right. huge and crazy. This is coming from a guy I love anime, and that's nothing but gore. <laughs> but I, it, that's animated, so I, I guess. feel like raises.
0: I feel like Doom do, does that every game. They have to get more disgusting with the kills. I just played like the, that's the last release. Well, yeah, there's yeah. like a special move where in, in their individual moves, and you can press this button to like finish off the character. Yeah, and they'll just like gr- like grab the. The neck and just rip it off the head and just like throw it on the ground. It just gets more of the rip out their stomach. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It, with, with anything, even Curse of Stroud, and
1: what Curse of Stroud is completely pushing towards the, from the b- very beginning, and what you told us pretty much was the first thing you said about Ravenloft is that it's about tone. It's not so much, and that's horror movies are the same. Like, hopefully you get a little bit of both. Like, gore movies for the sake of gore. I mean, mean? like, (laughs) like, sure, have some fun, I guess. But the best is when you can ride some sort of build of tone and attach it to a narrative that kind of just gets under your skin and and builds so it appreciates as you watch it. And Curse of Strahd is like...
2: It's filled with tone.
1: It's all... You just want to set that tone. Now, we kind of did a real comedy version, but I can imagine some Curse of Strahd games in this world I'd like to believe, done by really smart, smart, well-spoken people who really understand it. Imagine some of the sitting around the, the fire and just being like, "There's a sound that's made when people die." What And they talk about the screams and the deathly choir. Right. Sure. I mean, I guess we do that a little bit. But like, I just like to imagine that? the peaks of the tone of this game somewhere oh, in the world. So Match horrific. your computer, as you were talking about. You just get yeah. the answer. Show me the the most well-done Curse of Strahd game ever.
2: And then you know what will happen? <laughs> oh,
1: my God. <laughs> <laughs> that would come right up. Well, what, let's go to the chat. Do you, chat. Do you guys <laughs> think that we're the best Curse of Strahd game
0: ever? No, ever? Not, fans. Nobody's saying anything. But seriously, we were hoping <laughs> that we could deliver the <laughs> ultimate Curse of straw.
1: Well, that's what the, uh, the Strad cast. That's the what you strive for. Mm-hmm. You always got to try your best.
2: I'm also extremely disappointed we never called this a Strad cast. The stra- no. Unless there is a Strad be I bet you there no, 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 is. No, never we mind. Yeah, yeah. Never
1: mind. Um, well, we have one episode yes. left,
2: the series finale.
0: Yeah, and hopefully we'll be able to answer a lot of your questions a little deeper after we.
1: Oh, uh, we have some true fans out there. We have a few yeses. Oh, people. of course, we love best. best. We love Strong you guys. You guys are the fam- most yes. fantastic. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. that's um, all we wanted. Oh yeah, we have a winner don't we oh
1: yes Chris Hope oh, guys yeah. thank you so much for sending in all your minis Oh, uh, don't know if any of you guys sent in yes. minis but we uh, I, I, last time on Talking Moss I said I want to see your minis yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Jay made um, a very bold statement yes
0: <laughs> cut a lot of mini pics uh,
1: here's my mini yeah, that's Wendell. Here's Wendell. So Jay painted Mr. that. Mr.
2: Wendell, yeah. Here I am, Relax and
1: everything. And uh, and this is medies, and this is Chris Hope's.
2: This is boring. <laughs>
1: that's that's boring. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Chris Hope, he this re- is his uh, Goliath that he made. And look at the light. Oh
2: my god. This thing is gorgeous. Jay, pass me
0: the door, though, but wait wait till you see my door. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Goliath is not bad, but wait till you guys see this. Tom
1: painted that door.
0: Now, okay, that Goliath
1: is pretty good. No, no, no. Tom, you're the winner of my (laughs) mini tournament. No way! Yeah. Oh, Tom. sorry, Chris. It was close. It was, it was close. Chris Hope that is, is a runner-up. Up, uh, wow, Tom, not he, even second place. Just a runner-up. He creates for you yeah, the I thousand fight. bucks. Oh, and, uh, wow. good wow. job. It's, I mean, buddy. I didn't see the door. I didn't even consider it. That's so. amazing.
2: That and, well. uh, wow, Chris Hope. I mean, look at this. This is a good second place. I like this. It's a, a solid second. second. Solid Better second. Luck Next look at time. that. I highly suggest, too, if you like looking at beautiful minis, go check out Chris Hope's Instagram because he's got tons of gorgeous stuff on there mm-hmm. you know what i just need minis to do get a bit bigger it's a bit bigger don't need to be so small mm. a little bigger mm. old man wanna, eyes squinting zoom in, a bit. zoom in big 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 uh-huh. big 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 big. give me a biggie not a there mini is biggie, a biggie, big, big.
1: uniform size eh, give me this
2: this should be the size of every mini this should be born this is this guy's huge that
1: would be very cool they started making minis just a bit bigger. Wow,
0: imagine the bigger the same hey! table.
2: Pretty big.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Wow. Well everyone, it's that time. Yeah, thanks so much everybody. Um, to all the Americans out there, I hope you cast some magic missiles into the sky. Mm. Oh yeah. That's it's magic list. missile time, guys. Get those Roman candle magic missiles. And what
1: do those magic missiles look like to you?
2: they look like sparkles in the sky sparkles Sparkles in the the sky sky.
0: eagles flying high
2: america
0: we go to
1: war all the time for you we we
2: do everything that we can do for you America, 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 America. Oh God, it's America. God damn, it's a miracle.
0: Thank God it's a miracle. Oh, thank
2: God it's a miracle.
0: Thank Jesus, oh, thank,
2: thank Jesus, Jesus and the Lord, it's America. Jesus thank America. Jesus and the Lord, it's
1: America. America. America, there's a miracle. So Lord, it's a miracle. Bye-bye, everybody.